you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, December the 23rd, and you are listening to NFL Total Access. The podcast. You should use me doing that one of these days. That you don't? No. Those are the voices of today's special guests. Voice number one belongs to the rookie which is a strange thing to say of a 16-year NFL vet who wore the black and blue of Carolina, the burgundy and gold of Washington, and the powder blue of the Bolts. But Thomas Davis Sr. is the rookie on the Total Access roster this season, and he's having a Rookie of the Year campaign, leading the picks and predictions game by three over voice number two. We'll get to that in a moment. Welcome back, T.D. Hey, I'm excited to be back, and I'm excited to be in the lead. (laughs) Voice number two belongs to the veteran. The veteran of three seasons as host of NFL Total Access. The The first ever Afro-Latina to host a show on NFL Network. About damn time. She covered the 49ers and the Raiders. She cheered for the Dolphins, and she has some ground to make up. If she's going to catch TD for in-house supremacy and bragging rights, welcome back, MJ Acosta Ruiz. My strategy this week is to follow a few of Thomas's picks. Uh, very interesting strategy. <laughs> follow my In your lead. slipstream. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy, and I am so pleased to welcome our listeners to the complete viewer's guide to week 16 in the NFL. Friday answers to Sunday questions is what we have to offer. Those questions being, of course... Who wins? What's the score? Who will star? And what favorites are we putting on upset alert? Cynthia Freeland will take an algorithmic approach to point totals for two games on Saturday. That's the Eagles and Cowboys, the Raiders and Steelers, and one Sunday contest. That's the Bucks and Cardinals. She also has some stat projections for A.J. Brown without Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, who faces a desperate Seahawks team, and Najee Harris, who faces the Raiders in a game that will be as emotional as it is significant. How will the Steelers RB1 honor the late, great Franco Harris? That's on the way. Plus, in the absence of Jalen Hurts, can you start the stash in fantasy? Adam Rank has a fantasy hot sauce hot take on Gardner Minshew. But first... This quarterback sneak dives for the end zone. Touchdown! He dove over the top and Trevor Lawrence. Touchdown, Jaguars! That second quarter one-yard touchdown run was all the Jags needed to defeat the Jets. That run finished off a 95-yard drive for the Jags. On the other side of the ball, Zach Wilson could only muster 92 total yards in seven Jets drives. Consequently, he was benched again, this time handing the ball over to Chris Strevler, the pride of the Coyotes, the South 
Dakota Coyotes. The big cheer was Chris Streveler came into the game. Jeff, I don't know if they were booing or they were cheering because he came in or because Zach Wilson came out. The third-year player looked pretty good, actually. I think we can agree. Led the Jets down to the Jags' 13 on his first drive. But there was simply no finish on the night for gangrene. And Jets head coach Robert Sala was faced once again with questions about the future of Zach Wilson after the game. Here's what he had to say. He's got to keep working. We haven't seen the last of him. But, um, but right now, we just, he just got to focus on finding ways to get better. We got to find ways to help him. We got to find ways to protect better. We got to find ways to run better. We've got to wait, better, find better ways to call the game better. We gotta, we've, we've got to do a lot. It's not just, it's not just him. It's a, it's a collective whole. We've all got to find ways to get better. Okay, guys, the future of Zach Wilson is clearly in doubt, but the future of this Jags team is not. And they earned the discussion today. So let's talk about them. Jacksonville is on the rise. They look the part on both sides of the ball. They have a young man who was once defined by a great college career and some great hair. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence is a whole lot more than that now, MJ, isn't he? Absolutely. I think we've been waiting to see this Trevor Lawrence, the potential that got him, um, you know, top pick in the draft. And it's coming together. It's finally coming together at a very interesting time of the season. Um, And it's finally looking exactly as advertised there's a little bit more room to grow but man what a story for Jacksonville at the at the peak time of the year right before the playoffs TD what are you seeing from Trevor Lawrence that you wouldn't want to be seeing as an opposing defender you know his decision making and his accuracy has improved so much to me I think that's the biggest reason why the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing the way that they're playing because he's putting the ball exactly where his guys can catch it and making sure that the other team's defenders are not getting to the ball and just being able to understand when they have a call for a double move, waiting and allowing something like that to materialize. That's what we didn't get to see in Trevor Lawrence last year. Well, listen, Mike Vrabel, and you too, Derek Henry, and you too, John Fitzgerald Levy, my brother, and the rest of <laughs> Titans Nation. The Jags, the Jaguar, also known as El Tigre, or Tigre Americano, is out of the cage, is on the loose, and is a genuine threat to your division title and your playoff hopes. The Titans play the Texans this week in Nash Vegas, a.k.a. The Ville, but they will be without Ryan Tannehill. Will, MJ, and TD put the Titans on upset alert. That's on the way. Let's get to the picks. Let's start with 11 Saturday games. That is a Christmas Eve slate of NFL games. What a gift. What a present. Let's start the unwrapping now. There isn't a game without major implications, whether it be the playoff picture or draft position. We begin with the Falcons and the Ravens. In Baltimore, Ravens favored by seven and a half, but they have averaged fewer than 10 points a game in the now three-game absence of Lamar Jackson. He has been ruled out yet again. Tyler Huntley is expected to start yet again. Now, Lamar Jackson trade rumors are gusting in the winds, but let's not lose our hat over that. Not yet, anyway. The Ravens are falling in the AFC playoff picture. They are still in it, but they are now down to a wild card position at five. They do, however, control their own destiny, win the last three, and they will win the AFC North and have a top four seed and the home playoff game that comes with it. The Falcons and Desmond Ritter are trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. Who wins it and how do they do it? MJ Acosta-Ruiz. All right, let's get to it. Uh, So I have the Ravens winning this one, 26 to 17. At the end of the day, the Ravens are still the stronger team here especially when going up against the Falcons who have been, I mean, I don't know, inconsistent at best, even though they were very much in the game. It was against a struggling New Orleans team last week that also hasn't been consistent for us this year. Um, So as much as, you know, I've loved Desmond Ritter since the draft, I think there's still so much work to do on the Falcon side. I'm hoping that Tyler Huntley can continue to show us what we what we have seen from him when he stepped in for Lamar Jackson in the past and get get back on the win column for Baltimore. It's true. Tyler Huntley is a dual threat quarterback. He is a quick decision maker. He gets the ball out of his hands actually quicker than Lamar Jackson does. And to your point about the Falcons inconsistencies, this is their year so far, listener. Two losses, two wins, a loss, a win, a loss, a win, two losses, a win, three losses. They are the epitome of inconsistent 
They are due, however, in that construct for a win. TD, do they get it? The Falcons will not get a win. (laughs) Not against the Baltimore Ravens, not against this football team. Even with Lamar Jackson out of this lineup, they still have exactly what it's going to take to get the job done against the Atlanta Falcons because Desmond Ritter showed me that he is not ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, I just look at his body of work and what he did in that football game against a lesser defense, I don't expect him to go out against this Baltimore Ravens defense, in particular the way the linebacker, well, I'll say the front seven has been playing. It's been a ton of inconsistencies in the secondary for them, but I just think the front seven is going to do everything that they can to make sure that they're not losing this game to Desmond Ritter. you got to love the backside of that front seven with Patrick Queen and, of course, with Roquan Smith. Give me a score. 18 to 7, Baltimore. I just feel like they're going to get the job done, and we've seen that they haven't been able to put up a lot of points, but Atlanta is not going to score very many points on them as well. 18-7 says TD. Let's move on to the next game. Lions and Panthers in Carolina. Jared Goff has led the Lions to three straight wins, a 7-7 and record, and a genuine shot at the postseason. The Panthers, TD's Panthers, sit at 5-9. and nine. Now, their hopes admittedly took a hit with that Week 15 loss to the Steelers, but they remain in the mix for a run at the NFC South title. TD is shaking his head with a little bit of rueful regret, but you are still alive. A playoff bid is still on offer if things fall the right way. Of course, that has to begin with a win this week. TD, do your Panthers get a win? And if so, what's the score? We're definitely going to squeak out a win in this one. 24 to 21 is how I see it. The Carolina Panthers are a football team that are going to be able to handle the inclement weather. They're going to be able to handle the different variables that come with playing outside. Detroit is an indoor football team, and they're a team that lives on throwing the football. And what is one of the things you struggle with when it's inclement weather and you're playing outside? It's throwing the football. So I just feel like that. The Carolina Panthers are more suited and built to be able to handle situations like this. Our friend and colleague calls Jared Goff an indoor cat. MJ, exactly to TD's point. Do you agree? How do you see this game going down, MJ? Look, very, very valid points. I I, I agree with everything you said about the weather, about relying on the aerial attack for the Lions. But I feel like we, we discounted the Lions for so much of the season, partly because they just weren't winning games, but it was still games that they were very much in, that we were, we thought, okay, shoot, they're going to pull the upset again and again. And now it seems like they've finally gotten into a rhythm here. They continue to put up points. I mean, last year, last week was 20, one of the lower scoring points um, for them on the year, but there's just something about this team right now. If they can get the ground game going, like we saw Jamal Williams towards the beginning of the season, once again, they really have a shot here, but to TD's point, they have to be balanced. They have to be able to run the ball. Um, but but I have a feeling that as gritty as this team has been, at this point, week 16, yes. I think they can get a W. Give me the score again. The score will be Lions win 30-25. to 30-25. to 25. One of the numbers that stands out to me, guys, off of the stat sheet has to do with turnovers. The Lions are very stingy on offense. They rank third best in the NFL at keeping the ball. The Panthers, on the other side, do not create enough turnovers. They are ranked 28th. That's fourth worst. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. We turn now to the Bills and the Bears, Buffalo 11-3, and three, Chicago 3-11. Three and 11. But, of course, with the right mirror, I suppose they could look the same. Bills, <laughs> five straight wins. They are the AFC top seed. They are favored by eight and a half. The Bears, seven straight mm. losses. But they do oddly claim the number one rushing attack in the NFL. And, of course, there is a precedent for Christmas miracles, do you mm-hmm. see one here, MJ? No, I do not. As, as much as I love Justin Fields and what he's been able to do, his video game-worthy, wild play. I mean, him missing tackles the way he did to find the end zone last week, it was beautiful. I watched that play over and over. However, you're going up against the Bills, my man. Like, the, no. I, I just can't see it happening. That's a really big ask. I have the Bills winning 32 to 25. TD, the Bills clinch the AFC East with a win. Do they get it? And if so, what's the score? They get it done 31 to 13. And the reason I say that we all love and are enamored by what Justin Fields has been able to do. But we all also know that there's so much more to winning a football game than a quarterback playing well. And that's the situation that the Chicago Bears are in. It's Justin Fields, and then there's nothing else mm-hmm. in Chicago. So that's something that they're going to have to address this offseason. Put some talent around the kid. If you want to be successful, you've sh- he's shown what he's capable of. Now you got to get him some help. There are 11 people listening who will get this reference. But you know who Justin Fields remind me of, reminds me of with regards to your analysis? Archie Manning. Okay. Archie Manning used to run all over the shop. He would dominate. He would put up incredible stats. He'd have incredible highlights, and his team would lose time mm-hmm. and time again. We turn now to the Saints and the Browns. New Orleans, 5-9 and nine with a top five red zone defense. Cleveland, 6-8 and eight with a top five rushing offense. Playoff hopes are faint but flickering for both Browns, favored by two and a half, and have to avoid a loss to remain in the playoff conversation. TD, do they do it? Uh, I don't, yeah. Uh, Listener, he is looking at his pick. It's not that he's searching for it. He's looking at it. He sees the pick that he has made. Wait, He is shaking his head as if there is some last-minute buyer's remorse. You don't want to buy the pick that you made. What Uh, is the pick that you made? Who wins this game? How do they do it? 21-17 Browns is how I see it. Um, The Saints defense, they're always tricky Mm -hmm. whenever you go out and I don't know if this is going to be the game where we see what we expected to see from Deshaun Watson, but we know he was out of the game for a long time. Over 700 days of no football action. That's going to be tough on any player, and especially your quarterback. So I think each game we'll watch here continue to get better. I picked him to win this game 21-17 to because of the inconsistencies that we've seen in New Orleans on their offensive side, but New Orleans defense is what has me a little worried, but I'm going to stick to my pick and go with the Browns 21-17. TD says the Browns. MJ, do you see it going the other way? Does that New Orleans defense actually tip the scales in their favor? You know, our scores are so similar here, TD. I have 20-17, to but I do believe in that Saints defense. Mm-hmm. I have the Saints winning this one. Um, th- there's just something about that D that I can't ever overlook. Um, and I think especially at this point in the year, and they know – they kn- this is a must-win game. I mean, this is the definition of a must-win Without game. A doubt. I think they step up for their squad. Technically, it really is a must-win game for both teams. Mm-hmm. MJ is putting the Browns on upset alert. 
Deal with it. Next game, Seahawks, 7-7, seven and seven, two straight losses. In Kansas City to take on the Chiefs at 11-3, and three, who can claim two straight wins. The Chiefs are favored by a big one, nine and a half. The number one seed hopes remain alive in Kansas City. Playoff hopes are starting to dwindle in Seattle based purely on form mm-hmm. and feeling, not based on their position. They sit only one spot outside the NFC playoff picture in eighth. Who wins it, MJ? How do they do it? I have the Chiefs taking this one 35-28. to 28. Not only do they continue to play excellent level of football, but the Seahawks are doing the opposite. What happened to the team that we saw at the beginning of the year? What happened to, to Geno and the way that he was playing? There's been such a disconnect as of late, and you certainly can't go into a game against the Chiefs playing the way they have the last few weeks. That's a seven-point win for the Chiefs, according to MJ, in a rather high-scoring affair. TD, who wins it? How do they do it? I'm with MJ on this one. I have the Chiefs 27-16. to 16, And MJ, I'll tell you what happened to the Seahawks. Mm. Kenneth Walker got injured. He Oof. got banged yeah, up, you know, and that took away the consistency, the momentum that they had in their running game. You know, they lost yep. Chris Carson, they lost Penny, and then they started to rely on the rookie. And for obvious reasons, he was a phenomenal talent, and he got banged up, and that kind of took away some of the, the, the continuity they'd had on the offensive side of the football, and that's why they've been struggling. Next game, Giants at 8-5-1 and one in Minnesota to take on the Vikings at 11-3. and three. The Vikings are favored. Again, you would expect this number to be higher. It's three and a half, favored by three and a half. Why, you ask? Probably because the Minnesota total defense is ranked dead last 32nd in the NFL. The Giants offense, 6th in rushing, but 28th in passing. So they're not exactly primed to take advantage of the Vikings' biggest defensive frailty, which, of course, is that 31st-ranked passing defense. Who wins this one, TD, and what's the score? 23-18 Vikings is how I see this game. The Vikings are one of the most inconsistent teams that have the best record that I've seen in a very long time. I think their their plus or minus in points was something super, super small for a team that has won historically low as many games as they won. But one thing that you cannot take away from them is they know how to win. They sure do. They won probably 10 or 11 games by seven points or less, which speaks to them being a football team that knows how to get the job done down the stretch. They just had the greatest comeback in NFL history, and, you know, they won that game by seven points or less. Consistency, the story for TD. He sees an inconsistency in how the Minnesota Vikings are taking care of their business, but he cannot, of course, avoid the consistency, which is that this is a team that continues to find a way to win. MJ, I think the big question for Vikings fans this week is, will we suffer an emotional letdown after that stunning comeback against the Colts in Week 15 who do you see winning this game, and how do they do it? I have the Vikings getting another W, 26-17. to 17. We just spoke with Harrison Phillips, the defensive tackle for the Vikings. He was phenomenal, and he gave us a little peek at that locker room, of what that mentality was, of what happened at halftime to get you guys on track to make a comeback that way. And it was beyond just rallying, right? Beyond just making halftime adjustments, it's the belief in how good this team actually is and putting it out on the field. So I see them doing that again, especially when you look at the rest of their schedule for the rest of the year, the Giants, Packers, and the Bears. They should be smooth sailing into the playoffs. we got to see that on the field. I think we will. This could be a preview of a playoff game. They Mm -hmm. could face each other in the playoffs. It is conceivable that the Niners beat the Vikings to that final two seed. And that would mean that if the Giants hold on to the sixth seed, that the Vikings and the Giants could face each other in the first round, in the wild card round of the playoffs. Your eyes are always on Justin Jefferson when you Mm -hmm. watch the Vikings play. Even more reason to fix your eye on number 18. He is on pace to break Megatron's, Calvin Johnson's all-time single-season receiving mark. The mark currently stands at 1,964 yards. Justin Jefferson is on pace for 1,971. Come on. It's a thin margin, <laughs> so keep your eye on that. Next game, Bengals at 10-4 and four, on the road in Foxborough to take on the Patriots, who sit at 7-7. Seven and seven. The Bengals are a road 
favorite by three and a half. Cincinnati, six straight wins. They are top 10 in total and scoring offense. New England, after that astonishing loss to the Raiders, can still claim top 10 status in total and scoring defense. The question is, can they do the proverbial, historical, legendary on to Cincinnati move (laughs) that Bill Belichick is asking them to do? Can they do it? Who has the edge? Who gets the win? MJ. I'm going Bengals here. They're trying to clinch this playoff berth. 23-17 the final. This team is 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 playing the way they should have been playing all year, but definitely definitely now down the stretch. I'll never forget this. Will Selva said it a couple of weeks ago. You know, we get so caught up in the flashy, flashy offenses and the quarterbacks making all these Madden moves and, and Joe Burrow just goes out there and leads this team, plays solid, clean, poised football. They're definitely not going to stop doing that now. Look how many games they've won in a row at this point, especially after the bye. Um, they're going to keep it rolling 23-17. Uh, MJ mentioned, Will Selva, you have to circle and make a date with yourself to listen to the L Huddle podcast. MJ and Will co-host that podcast. It is well worth your time. Have a listen. TD, back to this one. Who gets the win? Cincinnati on the road to take on the Patriots. Who wins it? How do they do it? Have the Cincinnati Bengals win in this one, 28-14. This is the Bengals team that we all expected to see coming into the season. After they went on the run that they went on last year, made it to the Super Bowl, And we expected them to come back out and have that same kind of momentum. It took a while for them to get it going, but now here they are. The Bengals can clinch a playoff berth with a win, according to both MJ and TD. They get it. Next game, Texans on the road to take on the Titans. The Texans at 1-12-1 to take on the 7-7 Titans. This is called the Losing Streak Bowl. Very hard to find a sponsor. We still don't have one. (laughs) for the losing streak bowl. Four straight losses for the Titans. Nine straight losses for the Texans. The Titans are favored at home by five and a half. Now, guys, consider this. Derrick Henry tends to run roughshod over the Houston Texans. 200-plus yards and two-plus touchdowns four times in a row against this team. I find that astonishing. He's only done that six times in his career, and four in a row have come against the Texans. Does that streak continue? TD, you're first. That streak comes to an end this weekend. Derrick Henry will not have that same success against this Houston Texans team. He will not have the same success that he's had. This Houston team looks different to me right now. they do. Mm -hmm. They are a football team With all of the guys that they've had banged up, injured, and out of the lineup, they still have been extremely competitive against some very, very good teams. And now they're getting ready to play a team that has been struggling as much as they've been struggling, and now who has just lost their starting quarterback. The Houston Texans are going to win this game 17-14 to is my prediction. Tight game, low scoring, three-point win for the Texans in an upset. MJ, do you agree? Well, I agree almost by default because this was one of the games that I said ah. whoever he picked. But here's why. I was on the fence about picking this game. If you look at this objectively, you're like, no, you should pick the Titans. What are you talking about? But it's exactly what TD said. They haven't convinced me. They're on this skid right now. I can't trust that they're, they're going to go out there and just seal a victory because, what, they played well at the beginning of the season? There's a reason why I was so on the fence. And the, the, the grit we've seen from this Texans team, my goodness, have they lost a lot of games. They need a huge win. And I think, unfortunately, the way the Titans have been playing, this gives them an opportunity to get a W, 20-19 to 19 for the Texans. The one thing I think we can say, and of course it's an absolutely stupid and foolish thing to say, but I'll say it anyway, they're the best 1-12-1 and one I know, I've ever crazy. seen. <laughs> yeah. Next game, Commanders at 7-6-1. and one. All these ties showing up mm-hmm. against the 49ers in Santa Clara on the road to take on San Francisco, who sits at 10-4. and four. The 49ers are favored by a touchdown and half a point. That's seven and a half. But keep this in mind, guys. Washington has the fourth-ranked total defense. You called them inconsistent earlier today, TD, and yet there they sit, a top five total defense. San Francisco has the seventh ranked total offense. However, when you flip to the other side of the ball, San Francisco has the number one total and scoring defense in the NFL, taking on a Washington offense that ranks 20th in total offense and 25th 
in scoring offense. That has to be significant. Who wins it? How do they do it? MJ. The Niners are just rolling way too fast right now. I have them getting another W30 to 21. Not just total, not just scoring. The first uh, defense against the run, tied for fourth in turnovers, first in big plays. I mean, what Brock Purdy has done to keep this offense consistent has been beautiful. But what this San Francisco defense has done, I mean, it's extraordinary. It is. TD, do you agree? I absolutely agree with MJ on this one. 23-14, 49ers is how I see it. And, Andrew, you, you laid it out plain and simple. The mismatch between the 49ers defense and the commander's offense is going to be the difference in this game. D'Amico Ryans has this defense fired up. These guys go out, they compete hard, they get after the quarterback. And that's where we've seen this Washington commander's team struggle all season long with aggressive fronts that have the ability to put pressure on the quarterback. Especially lately, TD, it has been very hard to figure out where points are coming from Mm -hmm. from this commander's offense. You put them on the road against the number one total and scoring defense in the NFL. That is a tall order. Next game, Eagles 13-1 on the road to take on Dallas 10-4. The story of this game, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is the story. Why? Because of the absence of Jalen Hurts because of that shoulder. Hurts ruled out. Minshew is in. Numbers to keep in mind. Dallas has the eighth ranked total defense and the ninth ranked total offense, which would be awesome, except they're facing a team that has the third ranked total offense and the second ranked total defense. TD, who wins the total access game of the week? 24-20 Eagles is how I see this. I I know that Jalen Hurts is out of this football game, but Garner Minshew is a guy that absolutely has a ton of NFL experience. He He won football games in this league with a lot less talent around him. Now he has a ton of talent around him. He has a defense that can go out and get extra possession and create extra possessions for him, in particular the way that Dak Prescott has been turning the football over. I see them winning this football game in spite of. MJ, do you agree? I do. I have. I think it's going to be real close, though, one of those nail-biter games. I have the Eagles winning 27-25. They've been balanced. They have been such a balanced team. The defense getting it done. They're first against the pass. The offense, of course, unbelievable. Yes, a huge part of that is Jalen Hurts, but I almost see this as an opportunity for Gardner Minshew to step in the way Brock Purdy does. Everything is set up for you for success. You don't have to do too much. You get in a little bit of trouble. You have a fantastic offensive line that's been playing great all season. You got Miles Sanders out of the backfield and A.J. Brown. So there's no reason here why there should be this huge fall off um, in in Jalen Hurts' absence. This is why we have backup quarterbacks. Unfortunately, when things happen like this, I think Gardner Minshew is a great one. I think they'll continue to roll. Eagles with a four-point win from TD with a two-point win for MJ. This is the game that I will push back on. And the reason why? Because, MJ, you have me convinced. You have me convinced that Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the NFL this year. And I believe a game like this will prove why. That, yes, they are balanced. But you put Gardner Minshew in that offense, and it won't quite be the same in a nail-biting game coming down to the end where Jalen Hurts would have made the play. Gardner Minshew won't make the play. I see the Cowboys getting an important win here. But, of course, you're the experts. I'm just the voice box. Yeah, you, <laughs> no you're, under, you're underestimating <laughs> the abilities of Gardner Minshew. And, and I don't want people at home listening to this to think, like, hey, just because we believe that Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the league with the way that he's played right now, that does not take away from Gardner Minshew's ability to come out and still lead this team to a victory. And and people say, hey, well, if he can do it, then maybe Michael Parson was right. Maybe it is the system. It's not the system. It's the guys that they have that can go out and execute the game plan that's put in place. And it not, it's not about a system. I don't know why people keep saying that. You can put, here's an example right here, all right? Take Zach Wilson, put him on the Eagles, and see if he can have the same success that these two quarterbacks are going to have? The answer is no. It's not going to happen. So if it was the system, you could plug anybody in. And that's why you can't say that. Fair point. The last game of Saturday may be the best game of the week. If for whatever reason you could only watch one game this week, I submit to you it should be for reasons that we all felt together and experienced together this week. The Saturday night cap, the Raiders at 6-8 and eight, on the road, 
at Heinz Field to take on the Steelers, who are also sitting there at six and eight. And yes, the line is two and a half. But this is not about the line. This is not about who the Steelers are playing. This is who the Steelers are playing for. The late, great Franco Harris. His spirit will be in that room from beginning to end. You know it. I know it. The 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception has been planned all year to celebrate on this very night. And the man passed early this week. R.I.P. to Franco Harris. Our condolences to his family and to the entire Steelers organization. That, as subtext, creates for a fascinating, emotional, very, very watchable contest at Heinz Field on Saturday night. They are both wildcard hopefuls. Hope remains alive. Let's throw out the numbers and let's talk who wins this game and how do they do it. TD, first shot at this one. Um, sadly, I'm going 20 to 17 Raiders in this one because all of those things you just talked about, Andrew, I think sometimes you can build a game up so much and you can get lost in it. Yes, sir. And I think that uh, with this game being in Pittsburgh with all of the hype that's surrounding it, with everything that's going on. RIP to Franco Harris, um, you know, condolences to his family. I just think that sometimes as players, we can allow the emotions of what's going on on the outside to take over and lose sight of actually showing up and playing the game. Interesting perspective. Give me that score again. Who wins this one? How? You I had Raiders the win. Raiders 21-17. 21-17. TD sees a party crashing win for the Raiders to keep their playoff hopes alive. MJ, how do you see this one go down? I did not cheat off of um, TD's uh, paper in this one, but our scores are always real close. I have the Steelers winning at 21-18. I, I get what you're saying about people getting too caught up, too caught up in the hype and the emotion and all of that. And I would be worried about that if it wasn't because it is this Steelers team led by Mike Tomlin, who is a steady of a person to run a ship, especially amidst big emotion, as anyone. I think the crowd and how the emotion will be there will only fuel this team. I think they'll be able to channel it into getting a huge win. And the matchup, I think, is, is pretty, not favorable, but it's pretty even. It's pretty, you have the 26th overall offense against the 24th overall defense. Yeah, here. that's exactly right. So uh, I think matchup-wise, it's going to be a really, really good game. Do yourselves a favor, listener. Watch that game. It will be the perfect way to end your Christmas Eve celebration. Get this game. Watch it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.
You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast, and we turn now to the soothsayer, the scientist, the keeper of all the secrets, Cynthia Freeland, who has point totals for three games, Eagles and Cowboys, Raiders and Steelers, Bucks and Cardinals. She also has stat projections for A.J. Brown without Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Najee Harris in that emotional Saturday night game at home against the Raiders in celebration of Franco Harris. Cynthia Freeland, the mic is yours. First up, let's talk this Raiders-Steelers holiday classic game um, that you can catch right here on the NFL Network tomorrow, by the way. Najee Harris Already dedicating the game to Franco Harris, of course. Will Najee have more than 58 and a half yards against the Raiders? He sure will. I mean, look, I have 59 forecasts for him, but could be even more. Why? Because when you look at what he's been doing in recent weeks, as in since week 11, his rushing yards over expected. So that's a next-gen stat that really tells us what other people would do and how he's performing. So when you're positive like he is on 45.8% of his rushes, up from 29.6 over the first 10 weeks of the season, that's a really good indicator of positive yards. So more than 58 and a half. Plus, he's dedicating it to Franco Harris. Like, how can you not? The answer is yes. He like, has to totally go yes. Like, there's no other option. All right, yes. on to our TA game of the week, Eagles-Cowboys. So with no Jalen Hurts, do you still see A.J. Brown having more or less than 67 and a half receiving yards? I have him with more. I have Ooh. five for 70. So I know that doesn't seem like a lot more, but it could be even more. Remember, my models are quite conservative. He caught five of seven targets for 67 yards and a touchdown on passes of fewer than 10 air yards in the Eagles week six win over the Cowboys. And remember, that was kind of shorter passes. So those mean more yards after Mm -hmm. the catch, which means you could actually have him catch a shorter pass, run for, and then earn those passing, uh, those receiving yards that we need to get over that number. I love it. All right. What about Patrick Mahomes? Last one here. More or less than 299 and a half Half is very important. Mm -hmm. Passing yards. Well, I was Santa for the first two, and I'm going to be the Grinch (laughs) for the third one. The number is fewer. I have 295 passing yards forecast for him. It's not that much further, lower than that number, but let's. There's two things. One, the weather is supposed to be like negative 450 degrees. I think that that's an actual number. Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's Mm -hmm. a good math right there. But also, this is a team that you can run on, and we've seen Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon just go off. So let's do the thing that makes the most sense. Make that clock go faster. If you run the ball, shorter game, Mm -hmm. you get that nice win. I just don't think they're going to need to be passing for all that many yards. That reminds me to make sure Isaiah Pacheco is starting yes, my fantasy 100%. Uh, championship. All right, let's go back to that Eagles-Cowboys game that we were just talking about. Over under 47 and a half points in this one. Oh, I'm going over on this one. 27 to 23 is my pick in this matchup. I think that both of these defenses mm-hmm. have some vulnerable points where you can connect on passes. So C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, all of them could have nice big games. Oh, she has the Cowboys winning. Dang it. All right. How about the holiday classic that you will see here on NFL Network and NFL Plus? Will there be over under 38 and a half points in this Raiders Steelers game? Well, I just double, triple check this, and I oh. understand that the weather is making this one seem a little bit maybe sleepier, but I have 24 to 20. Steelers take this one in a nice four point win. So that would be. Over, considerably over, actually. So I think Najee Harris has a nice big game. We already talked about that. But also, because it's Kenny Pickett, it is George Pickens. So Mm. Pickett to Pickens, that's a nice, strong thing, too. All right. Thanks, Cynthia. We interrupt this podcast to bring you fantasy hot sauce of the QB variety. Jalen Hurts has been ruled out. Lamar Jackson, once again, has been ruled out. What does that mean for your fantasy team, for your fantasy playoff run? Listen here, there are four spicy alternatives in the form of fantasy hot sauce. Adam Rank, take the mic. Where is everybody? It's Friday, it's hot sauce time. I know we're in a different block, but that does not mean you don't cheer. And I know, MJ, you've got a friend who had Jalen Hurts and picked up Gardner Minshew. Was it the right play? Let's check out the hot sauce. We start with the mild but flavorful. I've got Danny Dimes, who's had at least 17 fantasy points in four out of his last six contests, going up against the Minnesota Vikings, who've allowed the most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this season. If he is still available and you need a quarterback, you go and pick up Danny Dimes. Let's get spicy. Let's get spicy. My name is Adam Rank, and I have been the advocate for the reigning, undisputed quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, (laughs) Brock. Purdy, and he has been amazing. He's been throwing touchdowns, and even though he's got a tough matchup 
against this Washington Commanders team. He has got so much talent around him. You can pick him up and stream him this week, and he will get you about 15 to 16 points. All right. Let's all ask Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Got to keep our head on this fiddle. Three alarm. Let's go with Sam oh, Darnold, the kid from San Clemente. Like you know what? He's got a great matchup this week against the Detroit Lions. A bunch of indoor cats I like it, who don't play a lot of defense. And I listen, Thomas, I know you and I are friends, but I have loved this guy since he was in high school, even though he lost to Tesoro. We won't talk about that. But Sam Darnold has had at least a touchdown in every game that he has played since becoming the starter for the Carolina Panthers. Now it's time for oh El Diablo. El Diablo, and that's right, the man himself, Gardner Minshew. Minshew mania. You see the memes on Twitter of him taking out the samurai sword and slaying the beast, and he will be slaying the beast that is the Dallas Cowboys. In 11 of his last starts, he has had at least two touchdown passes in nine of those contests. We saw what happened to that Cowboys defense last week against Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars in a game that I correctly predicted, by the way, and they tried to shame me on the NFL Fantasy Live show, pretending that I would not back my friends down in Duval County. So go out there and start Gardner Minshew. Scared. And that was the hot sauce. Who's ready for Christmas? Let's go. Okay, guys, we finished with the final four games of week 16. The first three on offer on Sunday. On Christmas Day, game number one, the Green Bay Packers in Miami to take on MJ's Dolphins, who are favored by four and a half. MJ, who wins it? How do they do it? Listen here, if the Dolphins lose, they you know what? They're not. I'm not even going to put that out in the atmosphere. Dolphins win 28-21. TD. <laughs> I have the Dolphins winning this game 27-18. When you, people don't factor in or pay attention to how big of a difference the environment and the weather can can have on a football team. When you've been in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and you've been in the cold for the last month or two, and now you're going down to play a game in Miami where it's still warm, it's still hot outside, fatigue is going to become a factor already against a team that's, quite frankly, better than you. Mm. So I think that that's going to play a factor down the stretch, but I have the Dolphins winning this game anyway, 27-18. Fatigue will play a factor in the next game. Why? Because when the Denver Broncos travel to take on the Los Angeles Rams, you will see two teams who are sick and tired of the 2022 season. But they have to play the game. It's on the schedule. The Denver Broncos are favored as road favorites by two and a half. TD, who wins it? How do they do it? I have 21-17 Denver Broncos winning this football game. I looked for every reason that I could to pick the Rams, but I just couldn't find one. Could you find one? I could not not i have the broncos as well 21 to 16 i got burned by the rams last week and what was i thinking the sunday night special features tom brady and the tampa bay buccaneers on the road in the desert to take on the i have no idea who you are arizona cardinals the bucks are favored by six and a half mj do they win what's the score 25 18 bucks um getting the win here simply because the cardinals have just been such a huge letdown here um the Bucks need a win for sure. This is exactly the team for them to get it against. Yes, it is. A seven-point gap for MJTD. Do you agree? 19 to 14 Bucks. Mm. I, I don't want them to win this game, obviously, for our division. But the Cardinals are, are a mess right mm. now, man. It's just I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on um, in the quarterback room or why they're making some of the decisions that they're making. They have a ton of talent on the outside. Whenever you have a team that has DeAndre Hopkins on it, you have a chance. But it just seems like the Cardinals don't believe in that. MJ says that the Bucs win by seven. TD says that the Bucs win by five. Very interesting. The final game of Week 16, the Los Angeles Chargers are favorites on the road by three and a half in Indianapolis to take on the, we got an amazing win last week. Oh, no, no, we didn't. Indianapolis Colts. Talk about an emotional letdown. The Colts may be emotionally exhausted. This may be a hangover, the likes of which there is no cure. There is no B12 shot. There is no combination of citrus to get them up off the couch. Who wins this game, TD, and how do they there do it? There is no winning for the Colts in this football game. 24 to 7 is how I see it. I think like you just talked about, Andrew, that last game that they just played in took the sail out of their ship. 
I just feel like that was their last opportunity to win a football game. When you go into a locker room up 33 points and you come away with a loss, that is very deflating to a team. No recovering from that, says TD. Do you agree, MJ? I agree. Not only that, the Chargers are starting to look like the— Yes, they are. —like the Chargers again, whatever that means, right? What I <laughs> meant is Herbert and the offense are rolling the way that they should have been rolling. I have them winning 32-28. 32-28. Mm-hmm. You see four touchdowns on the board from the Colts. They're capable. Very interesting. Yes, they are. They're certainly capable in the first half of putting 28 on At the least. board. That brings to an end the Week 16 picks and predictions from MJ and TD. I want to thank today's special guests, MJ and TD, for their time, for their expertise, for their picks, for putting themselves on the chopping block because we will judge their picks. We'll circle back and have a look at how they did on Monday. Join us on Monday for Sunday's best, for Saturday's best, who played themselves into a playoff position, who clinched a playoff berth, and who stumbled at the moment that mattered most and plummeted out of the playoff picture. We will reset the playoff picture on both sides, NFC and AFC, on Monday. Till then, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, be safe, take care of you, take care of your crew. We'll see you Monday. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.